Bokatov, we are continuing Parashat Ha'azinu, and we've done so far two psukim. Let's see if we can do another two, you know? If we do another one, maybe we're good. Okay, so Ha'azinu Hashem Vada listen the heavens, I will speak, the land should hear. My words should should be like rain. They should they should, and we compare the the words to rain, and that the Torah can help every person grow in their own way. Kishem Adonai When I call the name of God, bring ascribe greatness to Boreolam. By the way, do you know what this is? This pasuk is the source for. It says, "When I say the name of God." Ascribe greatness to him. Now, this is more of a poetic introduction by Moshe. This is not. This is not like a. This is not like one of the key pesukim of Ha'azinu by any means, right? But there is a, an interesting halacha, not halacha, more of like a minhag. Let's learn from this pasuk, which is the saying of Baruch Hu Baruch Shemo. Baruch Hu Baruch Shemo. When you say Kishem when you then you have to say Habu God. You have to ascribe greatness to him. So say Baruch Hu Baruch Shemo. You have to say he's great. רבי uh, from Germany and then later he moved and he became the chief rabbi of maybe northern Spain I think northern and Russia. yeah he's the father of uh, of the Balaturim yeah, we have areas like let's say by Megillah by Shofar that Bidafka say do not no, this is a sick you're not supposed to yeah. but but, in Amida, uh, um, but but it's not only that even Rabbi Chaim, even he says he's not the big, it's not the biggest deal to say to say. But he never correct you if you say Baruch Hu Baruch Shmuel. No, no. At this at this point for us it's all habit. I'm just yes. saying it's not like um, Amen is in the is in the halacha. Amen is important. Amen represents the the fact that you're listening to the beracha. Yes. Right, you have to answer Amen. The Gemara talks about Amen. Gemara doesn't talk about Baruch Hu Baruch Shmuel. That's more of a later minhag that developed. So if you're going to pick one, obviously you pick the Amen. So then where do you, where, where do you, where do you source this uh, Baruch Hu? I mean, it makes sense. But uh, I'm saying that... Kishem it's, it's the Pasuk that the, I think whoever, I think it was Rosh. You're saying the concept, that this is the root of that the concept? concept? Yes. Yeah, he, yes. Whenever, whenever he was, the, the Minhag was developing, they based the Minhag on this idea, on this Pasuk, okay? Pasuk 4. Now, remember what we said, what the, what the point of the Hazina was for? We said because in the previous parasha, the Jewish people said that it's because God is not with us that all bad things are happening to us. Yes. And we said, what does that mean? It could either be them doing teshuvah, but there may, it may actually mean B'nai Israel are getting upset at Borei Olam. And where is Borei Olam? He left us, he, forso- he yes. forsaked us, right? So now, the resp- Hazinu's response to this idea that you think Borei Olam is forsaking you, so now we're going to see the keep sukim. Okay? If you think Bore Olam is forsaking you, read from Pasuk 4 and on, that's the response to the person who thinks Bore Olam is at fault. Okay, Pasuk 4. Hatsur Tamim Paolo. The rock, his actions are perfect. He Rachab Mishpat, for all of his ways are just. El He's a God of truth, of 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 uh, of reliability. 
and there's no uh, indecency, there's no what's a, there's no iniquity. Sadiq Yasharhu is just and straight. This is, is Borei Olam. Isn't this also for when you go for the somebody yeah. passes away, no? It's in Sidiqa Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's what I mean, Paolo's in there, yeah. Okay, Pasuk 5. Shichet lo, lo, panabumam. You think the, the, the faithlessness is, you think the, the corruption is his? No. The, the problem is on his sons. Which is us. Yes. Yeah. Is the corruption his? No. The, the, the blemish is on his children. Yes. A generation that is crooked and perverse. Okay, so that's Moshe Rabbeinu's response in the song. You think that it's because Borei Olam left you? No, no, no. It's this kid's fault. Are you going to, uh, to blame this on Borei Olam? A nation that is uh, foolish and unwise. He is your father. That he has created you. He made you and established you. So not only are you wrong in that Borei Olam is just. You think you can blame this on Borei Olam. That Borei Olam is just angry at you. But he is your father. It doesn't make sense for him to just do things because he's angry at you. He doesn't smite you the way a king smites a subject that he wants to, to punish. He smites you the way a father smites a child or strikes a child who he wants to improve. He wants to help develop. Meaning, these are the two elements of our relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu which you have to be aware of. On the one hand, it's our fault when things happen to us. It's not Borei Olam's fault because he is just. And on the other hand, when do, things do happen to us, they're not happening to us in a cruel and heavy-handed way. They're happening to us in a way that a father treats a child. Okay? The father becomes indifferent, that's all. Just the father becomes not even indifferent. The father decides that it's time for the, for the child to learn a lesson. It's out of love. I want my son to learn the lesson so that in the future He's not this this he won't do the same thing and it's always for the child's benefit. Remember the years of old. Understand the years of the generations. Ask your father and he will tell you. Your elders and they will tell you. So this is this pasuk is... is uh, well, yeah. so from this Pasuk on, I'm going to pause here, but from this Pasuk on, Moshe is going to go through the history of Israel. Why is to he doing to that? Remind them, to remind, to remind them. them of how much Borei Olam is like a father to them. For them to realize that Borei Olam is like their father. And to realize how much they already owe HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so that they recognize that, hold on, in this dynamic, it's not Borei Olam that owes us, and that we are supposed to get angry at Borei Olam for forsaking us. It's we owe Borei Olam and we should be angry at ourselves for forsaking him. And how does Moshe Rabbeinu prove that? By going through the history of Bnei Israel in a beautiful poetic way and reminding them of how much Borei Olam did for them. Now this is why the Hazinu is, is such a key thing because in a very few words it holds 
all of the most important ideas, chronology, the, chronology. the chronology of the people, but also the most the basic ideas for our relationship for Borei Olam when times are tough. God is our Father. His ways are just. The relationship is one in which we owe Him because He took care of us. And us forsaking Him is after He's given us tons and tons of tons of blessing. That's the context we have to look at it. We're forsaking Him after He's given us everything we could ever ask for. And that's where the problem lies. And that's the, the story of Haz, you know. opposite of critical understanding. <laughs> that's why it's Amalek, I'm telling you, we're focused on our history and our forefathers and that's the root is to get to God. This, I'm telling you, is the forces of evil that is to eliminate I know, I know. I'm, I'm, um... You want to erase history? Erase history. Erase history. You really think about yeah. this? I, 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 uh, you're, you're not, you're preaching to the choir. I think, I think the progressive movement in America today is the anti-Torah movement. Very, very it's anti-God, anti-Torah. It's the anti-God. I think it all stems from a hatred of God. I've given it. I've given it more thought than I would want to give anything else. I've thought about this for. I. I um, it's basically to. It's it's basically like uh, the Tower of Babel. They're trying to fight against God. It's the same thing. They have a generation. They have a. Trying you want to hear something interesting? I guess. I guess this you want to hear? You want to hear? You want to hear a chidush that we said a year ago, but you would like it? Who are the biggest anti-God people right now? Who are the biggest um, suppressors of free speech right now? Adam. Who are the biggest suppressors of free speech? Big tech. Big tech, right? Why? Why does big tech suppress free speech? Because when a person develops technology, they start to think that they are God. That they are God. So they become very arrogant. Yes. So this is the problem of Migdal Bavil. They said we've developed technology yeah. to build to build a city, to build a, a tower up to the heavens. And how do the Chachamim understand that? This rebellion against God, because the people who get obsessed with the creation of man, with the technology that man could create, they start to become arrogant and they think that they can play God. So then they become the ones who start to fight against God because they want they, they become arrogant and they want to prove that they, they are God. So then they try to move God out of the way. So that's why, that's, why, um, that's why you're saying the progressives right now are the anti-God. We said that it's anti-God movement. The but biggest supporters, the, the, the biggest supporters of the progressive movement or the anti-God movement right now are the technologists, yes. the people who are trying to compete with God for the ability to create and things like that. It's a very interesting idea. My dad, my dad used to say from 20 years ago. Thank you, Rabbi.